Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Everybody, welcome to Click Stuff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking, um, and I've got uh, a couple of great sponsors to talk about on uh, the show. Um, we are brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe in the Rock. They help us out getting all of our good feeds onto SoundCloud, and we've got Big Bang Toys Comics and Games that uh, help us out with our Podbean feed. Um, among other things in general, both of those are really great sponsors for us. Check them out. All of the notes are in the show description. Uh, all of the links on where to reach us on Facebook, social media. We've expanded to Twitter, Instagram. We've got our YouTube channel up. Uh, we are doing Twitch feeding, so click stuff is everywhere. Um, check out the show notes for all the good places that you can find us. Uh, we enjoy interacting with y'all on social media. Uh, on today's show, I have got Lucas Babybird Van Holland. What's up? And Jay helping us out with some fringe of the fringe. Solomon. Hey, everyone. So, um, the main point of today's show is going to be to talk about TMNT Unplugged. Um... But uh, how are things going today, guys? How's how's your past week of clicks been, Lucas? Uh, for me, it's just getting ready for states. Um, I'm judging South Dakotas and then playing in Nebraska. So we're just getting teams ready and everything. And we we had a record high turnout for casual or for uh, local play, which is cool. We had like <laughs> ten people, which is hardly any for most venues, but. Uh, ten people for like the first time in a year, so hopefully we have a good turnout. That'll be nice. Uh, ten people's really good, actually. Um, at least from what I see in our area. Uh, oh. I mean, we get you know thirty, forty, fifty player, you know, big events, but weekly events ten is super solid. So. Yeah, I was really happy with it. Yeah. Um, so, now you said you're you're judging North Dakota states, right? South Dakota. South Dakota. So you, is there, uh, so you can't, um, is there any way to just like get an event in North Dakota? Like, do you, <laughs> or is that like 10 hours away from you? Um, so I live in Sioux Falls, which is the south, uh, east corner of South Dakota. I think Fargo is like three or four hours away. Um, I've never actually been up there. Uh, don't really have a reason to, I guess, unfortunately, gotcha. but, uh, um, I don't know. I, I haven't... We don't ever see anything for events or anything up there, so, like, we'd probably go if there were uh, that worked out for our schedules, so... Sure. It's uh, it's one of those things It's like, man, we're a couple of states short from being able to have all 50 rock states. It's like sure. North Dakota and Alaska. <sighs> mm. 
Um, and you know, I've never traded with anybody or seen anybody post on Facebook that they actually play Heroclix in Alaska. And I'm still on the prowl or whatever for that Hero Alaskan Heroclix player. So they'll be a, a prodigy in their own right, I'm sure. Yeah, like I'm the best player in the state of Alaska. I'm also the only guy that plays. <laughs> hey, I got it. You got it, man. You're there. Um, so, what uh, what does your schedule look like? Right, we're coming into a big uh, month of July, um, and then even into August, right? So you've got uh, what what all do you have coming up on your on your schedule, competitive wise? Yeah, so the 14th, like I said, I'm judging South Dakota States. The following week, we've got two WKOs on the uh, 20th and the 22nd in Omaha, with the 21st being States. So that'll be a nice. Uh, three-headed uh, weekend, a lot of hero clicks playing that weekend, and then I believe two weeks later, um, we run right into Gen Con, where we're going to be for sure playing in the uh, Super Qualifier and the Regional at uh, Gen Con, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's going to be sweet, um, and, I, and I just realized that my five weeks of click straight it's going to actually be six weeks of click straight because I did not realize it went into August. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I, I'm off a week, and then, so out of, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks, uh, seven of them I am playing hero clicks. That's never a bad thing. No, so. You know, we weren't planning on playing at Gen Con initially since WizKids decided not to be there, but thanks to Stephen Clark and friends, they made it happen. So that's really, really great of them. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, yeah, I mean, right there along with you, I've got, uh, we just finished up the Clicksoft Classic. Whenever I can get Jason and uh, a crew back on, we're going to do a, a, a deep dive on all of that good stuff and. Uh, so we just finished that up yesterday. Uh, I got two WKOs next weekend, the 7th and 8th. Then I got two Rock States, the 14th and the 15th. Then I got a third Rock States on the 21st. Then I'm judging a WKO on the 28th. I'm playing in the same Gen Con events you are. I take a week off, and then I fly to Colorado to play in a Majestics tournament. Oh, we're hitting it up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm flying on an airplane and playing some clicks. So. Can't let PJ be the only one who wins one of those events from over here? Um, That's my plan. I think I've got my team ready. I need to see the rest of Batman, but I don't mm. think there's going to be anything in Batman that uh, that changes my plan. So That's fair. Um, fair. So what about you, Jay? How's your uh, what What's your past week been like, and what's your uh, next six to seven weeks look like? Oh God! Uh, this week, uh, Wednesday was playtesting with Emily, uh, which apparently helped because she won our Toronto Open, and I know Sam was very happy about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And y'all, you had another. Uh, yeah, Asia in. was. Uh, I don't know if she was third or fourth, but we had two girls in the top four. Now, did, the, did uh, Emily uh, Emily knock her out, or did the other person? No, it was uh, Emily knocked out Drake Conrad and then beat Mike White for the for the win. And it turns out that the qualification does not go towards this year's Canadian Nationals, unfortunately. Uh, but she is literally the first person 
to be qualified for 2019 Canadian Nationals. That's that's a nice little accomplishment. Sure. That's cool. Uh, I judged that event, uh, but I've been prepping for our Nationals. Uh, and then, yes, I would have run this event next weekend on the 7th, except Magic has a pre-release, so that was just out. Uh, the following weekend is Canadian Nationals, which I have not yet qualified for. Uh-oh. Uh And I believe the only person that's going that I know of that's really super frightening and I really wish that they would be nice to me is PJ. <laughs> and I'll have to, like, smother him in his sleep or something because we're we're rooming together. Uh, so that's the weekend after. Uh, the weekend after that, I'll be going to Vegas just for vacation anyways, as usual, so I'll pop in. Uh, they have an open on the 21st at Maximum Comics, which is Dustin Hall's store. Uh, so far, I've gotten second there. Oh, yeah, I got, got second at their states last year and third at uh, the first U.S. Cup, so I'm, just, I'm still waiting on getting my first place win in Vegas. Uh, and then the weekend after that is our Provincials, which I don't know how it ended up being on the 28th, but I guess because we had one less weekend to play around with because that's when Nationals is, so I guess we're an exception. Yeah, there's there's a couple of exceptions out there on we, on the weekend, so Howard's done a great job of uh, of uh, being flexible and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I even so. see some... I'm looking at the schedule now, and it even says there are a couple August ones. Yeah. Oh wow, that's really cool. Yeah, that's so, power to do that. And I believe I'm, I'm. Looks like I'm judging ours, uh, so I will have to figure out if there is a map for the judge or or what happens there. But hopefully, yeah. For states, the stores were able to buy extra maps. Uh, okay, that's good to know. Yeah, if not, the kits the kits just come with enough maps for the prizing, and then you earn judge points throughout the year to get prize maps at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I was looking up the judge program, and it was it was very complicated, and all the points and all the all the stuff. But it looks like they're making a good effort, so that's good. Yeah, Howard, just message Howard. He'll he'll tell you what you got to do. So. Hmm. Um, yeah, he, he'll take care of a. a he's going to take care of us all. The judge program looks pretty straightforward. The goal is to get more events ran, that sort of thing. So. That'll be fun. Now, are you going to Gen Con, Jay, or no? I don't really see much reason to. Gotcha. Uh, I I know I'm not, but if I was volunteering for Wiz Kids, yes, but I'm definitely not, so no. Because there's there isn't there is not that much going on, is there? No. Well, so they are. Um, Wiz Kids is there with a booth. Yeah, they have a uh, a lot of demo space, but they're not actually doing any HeroClix tournaments. Right. So uh, there's a local store in Indy that has rented out player space um, to run a, a super qualifier on Friday and a regional on Saturday. Nice. So uh, they're also doing two win a maps the days before. Um, but that's Sam and I are going to try to enjoy the con on Thursday and so we can play on Friday I agree um, uh, I know it sounds weird but I like having the events at Gen Con because I can really do the vendor hall and stuff I want to do in a day and 
Uh, if I need to, I'll go on Sunday to go through the vendor hall again. But um, uh, Jeremiah messaged me and asked if I had my hotel for Gen Con yet, and I, I do not have my hotel yet, so probably should get on that. Probably. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a it's going to be a busy summer for all of us. It sounds like that's it's uh, it's exciting stuff. So. Um, let's just hop into some turtle time. Um, so Alex has been doing these cool sound effects, right? So I feel like I have to like uh, uh, match him, but I can't do the audio editing that he does because I'm not <laughs> as fancy. So it's got to be like it's turtle time, turtle time. Here's the pizza. <laughs> so there's your custom sound effect. Um, so in our in our typical click stuff set review fashion, we are going to go through this set. It's a gravity feed, so it's a little bit smaller. We might talk a little bit more about each section. Um, I want to talk about each rarity. We want to talk about our favorite casual piece and our favorite meta piece. Um, and we'll just have to see how fringy we get. Um, <laughs> so let's dive into the commons. Um it's like the cheese pizza. You can always get a cheese pizza. You can always get a common. Um, Lucas? Yeah. First, let's start with casual pieces. So, my favorite casual piece from the commons is definitely the Foot Soldier Boomerang. Um, 15 points, 4 range. Um, has the... Um, you know, the specials like the Foot Soldiers, so when... Foot Soldier would be KO'd, roll a D6, and add the number of other friendly characters KO'd this turn. If the total is five or more, instead turn this character to click one and place it in your starting area. Uh, it has uh, speed power sidestep, but can only move in a direct path. And then an attack power, when Foot Soldier would miss uh, a range attack by one or two, once per turn you may re-roll the attack roll. The fun thing is, is because they're only 15 points, you can just play a whole bunch of them um, together all at once. And only so many of them can be KO'd in one turn. Because one, once a certain amount of them get KO'd, unless you pulse wave them, they they just physically can't be KO'd. And, and PJ and I played a, uh, a fun game the other day where he played 15 assortment of foot soldiers. And it was just silly because um, there were, he rolled like seven or eight fives in a row. And I just couldn't KO the foot soldiers, and it was just—it was hilarious. So they're—they're they're a lot of fun. Yeah, I can dig that. Now you, that was supposed to be your casual piece, not your meta piece. That is my casual piece. I know, but that sounds awful meta to me. No, they're not because they're only a nine attack, two damage with a sixteen defense. Yeah. So if you're actually playing competitively, they're not actually doing anything. Uh, for 15 points, you're better off playing a Retaliator or an 8 Batman Pog or anything, in sure. my opinion. Yeah, I can see that. But, or, it could be. That's fair. I mean, anybody can make anything meta if they try hard enough. Sure. And then it looks <laughs> like all the common foot soldiers have that trait as well, right? Yeah, uh, the the two commons and the two uncommons do. Yep. Yeah, the, 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 uh, let's see, the, uh, the hammer guy has Quake... The dynamite guy has energy explosion. The boomerang guy has his uh, miss thing. Uh, the axe guy has blades claws with the uh, Jar Jar Born 
or uh, whatever the 11 through 12 are crit hits. Yeah, so the the axe I could see actually being meta just because anytime you have blades on anything, it could potentially be dangerous. Sure. So that would be that'd be fair, but like the boomerang in all realism, he's not doing anything unless you're putting a lot of stat modifiers into him, which for 15 points, why would you do that? But whatever floats your boat, I guess. Yeah. You never know. Be uh it's so it's this kind of stuff and what I want to when we get around to the meta part of it is you know, a lot of this stuff is common and cheap, and um, at least for me, it's like you've got to be prepped for this kind of stuff, at least at a high level, because at a states or a local WKO, you can see this kind of stuff. That is true. So That is true. Jay, what, what about you for uh, casual? Um, probably the... Raph, because he has decently long dial for casual with toughness, whatever. Uh, has the pseudo charge flurry thing. He's just overall, you know, he's fine. If you're playing all four turtles, you're probably going to want to make sure the points work out, so I'm sure the 50 will be helpful in that regard. And there's no, there's no, oh my god, I must play this Raph, at least as far as I remember. So I feel like this one is as good as any other. Fair, fair. Yeah, I mean he's the probably the most uh, punchy of the of the guys. Um, now the uh, <clears throat> my favorite pick is going to be the uh, 04 Donatello. Um, to whereas yours has the charge flurry, Suedo Faco charge flurry. He has Street Fighter team ability, basically. Yeah. Uh, my, the Donatello has the trait of the throw you across the screen. When Donatello hits an adjacent character as for resolutions, you may place that character into a square adjacent to Donatello, then use Force Blast, targeting that character at no cost. Um, so that would be super fun. You, you sidestep in with Donnie, quake somebody, pick him up, Put them in a square where you can blast them off of an elevation. Now your quake has turned into four damage. Or more. Yeah. yeah. Or more. Could be a single target quake for three off of an elevation, right? And uh, so that's five damage. And then you uh, pick them up and uh, uh, place them next to you, then blast them off the uh, elevation again. So... <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of firepower for a common. Yeah, but he's awful squishy. He only has sidestep, so I mean, he's certainly not meta or anything. Um, so, yeah. All right, now here's going to be the big reach uh, meta picks, um, and I'm just going to say this just for uh, and see if anybody disagrees with me. Uh, you just need. A handful of 005 Shredder illusions. Is there yeah, one hundred percent. That is the I meta. That is the yeah. meta figure from the commons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I would say he's obviously good with the Shredder that brings him in, but he's just also good. He's the twenty point mystical feel uh, filler. Um, you know, Jay, is there anything that's that low point mystical now that uh, the Black Cat retired? Um, 
I don't think so. Like, the only other lowest that comes to mind would be, like, 35 points for the Dormammu with a Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything lower than that in Modern. Yeah. It's going to be fun watching people play this and get confused and think that you can play it with, like, Shredder Clone or Shredder... Or Mini Shredder when when you can't. Right, because they are not officially named... Uh, Shredder, right? Yeah, so that's going to be something to watch out for. Yeah, that's that's something that you have to watch out for just as a judge, right? Because you're like, uh, no, those guys not named Shredder. Mm-hmm. And, and, and but if it was, if it just said include Shredder in the name, oh, it would be amazing, even more. I mean, it's already good, but even more crazy amazing. Yeah, right. Um. So, I think the Shredder that it was good with retired. Uh, mm. Maybe. No, the the, the Mutagen one re- retired. We still have Heroes in a Half Shell, right? Yeah, the only set that retired... Well, uh, I think... No, the original Shredder Con isn't retired because no. it was 2016. Yeah, no, but the one that it is good with is the Thermite Grenade. No, Thermite Grenade is still modern. He yeah, was yeah, set yeah. two. That's what I'm saying. He's probably the the one that's still good. But although I don't know that if you want you don't want damage reduced to him, you kind of want him to blow up. So. I guess it would be good if, like, they're preemptively blowing him up, like if they shoot him when they're more than three squares away, so you could potentially save him to get him into position so that he can blow up. That makes sense. Are people actually... Nobody's actually playing that figure anyway, I don't think. I had to play against it last year at States. Hmm. It killed killed my 75-point Goblin King because I forgot that uh, the blow-up happens immediately before you finish the hypersonic... So I uh, was pushing and got, took three damage and then pushed and died. So that was it's fun. what three penetrating. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he was playing uh, bomb squad. It was uh, Devin Adams from Happy Little Hero Clicks. Ah. But it, basically, his entire team blew up, one way or another. And uh, yeah, he had that shredder and it KO'd my Goblin King. So it was a it was a fun game. That feels bad. <laughs> It was a. It was. It was probably the only game I've had where we had uh, over collectively fifty turns in one game. Holy so it was, hell! Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a uh, really fast paced. Oh. Oh wow. <laughs> so let's move on to uncommons here. A little bit more uh, oomph in the uncommons. Um. Why are there so few of them? I don't know, it was weird. So I've got, I didn't get to buy my case this week, but I ended up with a uh, gravity feed, thanks to the store for judging. And I've bought another feed loose, uh, loose-ish. And like, I was like, why do I have like eight uncommons and that's it? But there's only like six of them. No less, there's like four. Five. Five. Five, yeah. There's Uh, eight uncommons, 11 through 18. Uh, this the evidence thread says that fourteen through eighteen are uncom. It, okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, unless the evidence thread is wrong. The evidence thread is wrong according to the uh, yeah. actual unit section. Because the the foot soldier hammer and the foot soldier dynamite are actually uncommon. Huh? If I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, that's annoying. 
Oh. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, apparently there are eight uncom. This is weird. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's because it's not a Jay Solomon ran evidence thread. Uh, you're you're gonna <laughs> miss those because <laughs> my last one is Batman because I'm sick of running them. It's that's a lot, a it, it's a lot of work, right? Uh, it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of hey. There was a preview literally a nanosecond ago. Why aren't you up? Why haven't you updated? I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I don't have time to sit around. F5-ing HD Realms literally all day, but have fun. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, and, you know, I was explaining this, it's like, uh, uh, you know, what you when you do those evidence threads, right, what you do with Married with Clicks, um, and, you know, and, and even when we judge and what we do for Click Stuff, it's really because we love Hero Clicks. We're probably the most afflicted people on the planet because we do this with, like, only the return is the adoration of folks that feed back to us. Sure. Like, I get nothing for H.E. Realms articles except for people being like, thanks. Yeah. So. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they are super helpful, right? I mean, here's another thanks for you. Um, you know. Um, and, you know, there's WKO judges out there that the store doesn't get more than one kit. Yeah, we uh, so yeah we have two literally judges in our store, so yeah. They literally get nothing for judging a WKO, um, and you know I get that there's been a lot of stuff in the industry about judges and all that kind of stuff, but uh, oftentimes uh, the judges is a thankless job. Oh yeah, and now it looks like there's no more monthly OP kits, or there there haven't been any confirmed. Ugh. After Trinity, so it's like, what what do judges get now? Literally nothing? Okay, business as usual. Right. So, um, just know that we love you guys as judges. Mm-hmm. Sincerely love <laughs> you guys. Um, so let's go into the uncommons. But uh, I think fair enough on the, on the foot soldier guys. They're kind of looped in together, so even though that they're an uncommon... It is mm-hmm. what it is. Um, so we've got well, we've got more foot soldiers in there, right? We've got this foot elite. We go from the foot soldier to the foot elite. Uh, so casual pick out of these four, uh, Lucas. So the out of the four that aren't foot soldiers or foot elites, um, I like the shifting focus. Um, Rocksteady, because he has triple target energy explosion. Uh, I think that's really cool. The 50 points uh, can potentially do something in um, in casual. You know, in in constructed, he just gets to hits to a stop click immediately. Then he's useless. But um, in casual, it can be a pretty pretty fun thing to do. Just be like, hey, you're gonna group up your entire team. Let me just deal two damage to everybody real quick. I think that'd be kind of neat. So yeah, seven ten with six range. That's pretty. That's all right, my book. Yeah, not shattering the earth. No. Now, what uh, what other figure does he shift focus with? Is it does he shift focus with the rare? The common. Yeah, the rare is an entirely different thing. Oh, yep. Okay, so he shift focus with the the common. Didn't even see that. Yeah. Is he yeah, they. Even... Oh, okay, there it is. Yeah, so it goes from a energy explosion piece to a charge piece. That's the difference. Yep, they go close combat oriented to a 
to a ranged combat oriented back and forth kind of that way. Um, I think it it's an okay mechanic for them. They have stop clicks and stuff, so they're they're all right for fifty points. Yeah, I mean, I think what really makes it casual is that the stop click doesn't have regen on it. So correct. So in that case, you knock it to it. You know, it's pretty safe to say that uh, you can uh, you can hit him on past it. Yeah, there's like no support in these sets. So once you hit a figure, that's pretty much it, unless it's like. A Baxter, but they're not robots, so... Sure. So, what about you, Jay? I actually... I like the Bebop. Uh, the, the uncommon variant is also the ranged one. Uh, with the attack power, when Bebop hits with a range attack, after, after resolutions, you may place each hit character up to two squares away from the current square. Although, I don't know why it says each hit character, because he only has one target. Although, if you gave him something like Stormbreaker for energy explosion plus two range, that could be pretty crazy. Yeah, or even yeah, and uh, the co- or Storm call in right. Oh yeah, I get triple targets. Uh, yeah, and the um, the common close combat variant is pretty decent too. Pretty similar to the to the Rocksteady. I think literally the same powers and stats, or whatever. Just the the attack power is. When Bebop hits an adjacent opposing character, that character modifies his attack negative 2 until your next turn. So if you do that on top of the 17 reflexes, they are, they are not going to be able to retaliate on you. So. Fair. Yeah. Fun little piece. Yeah. I dig that. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't leave me with much for my pick. And it doesn't really leave us with much pick for meta either. <laughs> just because the set's so small um so i mean i'm not i'm not going to stretch for anything here it's casual right the foot soldiers are, are are pretty much it right just just run swarms of those guys and uh you'll be happy um so and i, I want to hear in the comments of this episode if anyone thinks that we're just off base um but meta picks uh, Jay, help us out. What is the fringe of the fringe here? Uh, I don't even know if it's fringe level because people I've seen people talking about it, but the uh, boomerang elite seems pretty decent with uh, it's what four range sidestep, so six swing. Uh, you get to do the reroll thing, seventeen energy shield, and enhancement. Like that's a really that can be a really strong swarm if you can get those range values up or something, or... I don't know. But there should be some potential there. Yeah, I think 25 points for four clicks is pretty decent. Enhancement is pretty decent. Um, I think the problem is is that, like, Soldier lost a bunch of its oomph with Nick Fury set retiring. Yeah, Soldier... And- I think Soldier becomes good if they get a... Uh, taxi that can carry more th- actually you know what just a taxi period but like the only flying soldier I can even think of is peace machine but like they need if there was a taxi that could do like a lot of work carrying Sam and something else you might get something going there sure um, but I was just thinking more along the lines of like the shield TA which is the random soldiers um, that helps with the range 
yeah, I mean, a, a, a soldier packing two of these guys and packing a Sam Cap. Sam Cap should have soldier, right? Yeah, soldier shield. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's not terrible. Yeah. I like the dynamite. The soldier dynamite. Um, just because anytime you have energy explosion on a piece that's 15 points, I mean, again, it's kind of like blades on a cheap figure. They could potentially do damage. It could potentially be a, a threat. So I could see that being played on a meta team if they're wanting, you know, some extra, you know, YOLO damage or whatever. Like, oh, I have a 9 on your 20. Let's see if I can crit and just go from there. So. Yeah, it's good filler. Yeah. Um, but, and I think it still goes back to, like, a Mare Droid's better filler for Soldier. And, like, I agree. Um, we're, we're we were spoiled with uh, Phalanx drone just two years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Phalanx is awesome. Uh, all right, well, that's a raving review of the uncommons. I feel kind of sad. It's just uh, let's take a minute in between the uncommons and the. Uh, rares here uh, what do we think of the sculpts I think the sculpts are an interesting concept that should have only been for the chases and fast forces if there was only the chases and fast forces I would have been okay with it but because all of my figures from the set look like a jumbled mess of blocks like, it's be- they look better in person than they did when they were previewed online, but they're still not that great, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of insulting. Like, And then, on top of that, it's still technically sculpt reuse for a lot of this stuff. Um, they, just, they just can't help themselves. They have to use sculpt reuse for every single set, and it's, it's getting pathetic at this point, so... Yeah, it's the, I think they take their experiments a little too far. Like how we got the original set chases and then we got sketch variants in every set for a while. And it was like, they didn't really give it time to get feedback. It was more like they jumped into it and made half of the set. The uh, the 3D sculpts, or not the 3D, the 2D sculpts. Some of them are fine, some of them not so much, but eh. I feel like this set is a little just just it feels more redundant at this point as the fourth set. There's just there's not really any I don't think there's any characters here that we didn't already get except for like the video game lower level bosses and who cares really? Yeah. Yeah, I I think you're right. Like I don't I don't know that there's a single figure in this set other than like the specific what soldiers it's like we had we had like the the three part staff ones and stuff, but I think like the dynamite and the boomerang are different. But then they're just generics, so who cares, you know? Yeah, there's a new mechanic with the dynamite, but other than that, like yeah. outside of General Trag and Sergeant Granitor, there's no we got a new character. Yep. Yep. It's 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 honestly a cash grab for almost laziness at this point, from what I feels to me. Yeah, 
I, I mean, the only thing I would say from what I talked about on Sudden Death about it is that the sculpts do look better in person than they did online. Or even, they look better even than they did at Origins in the case. Maybe the lighting, but now that I've actually got to touch them a little bit, they do look a little better, but... Um, yeah, I kind of agree with you guys. Um, let's hop into rares. We finally get something interesting in here. For sure. Um, Lucas, what's your uh, what's your casual pick in the rares? Oh, boy. So, I think the casual picks... There's, there's a couple different things that <laughs> feel like they'd be casual, but then when you play them... They have the potential to be meta, depending on who decides to pilot them. Uh, you're, you know, because, like, Easton played Splinter at uh, PJ's event in February, right? Like, the old Splinter. And played it to, to a fourth-place success. So it's like... I I feel like the Karai, in my opinion, is the, the casual pick for me. But I could still see people doing silly stuff with it by making a Foot Clan theme. Like, people have already talked about... Uh, throwing like, you know, Chase Hawkeye on there or Black Panther on there uh, because they have the martial artist keyword and turning them into Foot Clan to give them theme team probs and stuff. But I, I really like her. I think she's really cool. Uh, she packs a lot for 75 points. And I think that if you were to uh, like a, a Turtle Sealed event, she would be uh, an MVP for sure. So Yeah, for sure. I like her. I mean, just in making a fun theme team, it's not like Magneto, right? So that's like super uh, meta. Oh, thing. yeah. But like Karai making a Foot Clan theme, theme team is not going to be that big a deal. I don't think. She's got an awful <laughs> good dial, though, right? She she's, does. She's like the fringe of fringe. If, like, if you just really wanted to like make a Foot Clan theme with like Chase Hawkeye and uh, Shredders. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, that's fair. So I just, yeah, you just never know until somebody actually does it, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? It could not be ca it could be only casual right now, but it could be meta in like six months. Yep, depending on what martial artist we get. Sure. What are you thinking, Jay? Uh, I'm thinking Green Arrow is five points too many. Because <laughs> I was trying to list all the really good figures. Also, there isn't a shifting focus Deadpool with martial artists, which is weird. But uh, there's there's some pretty good picks there. I would also say she's my number one. I think she's my number one want in the set. Period. Yeah. Because like you can play uh, Age Apocalypse Shadowcat with her, and then everybody has a named keyword in common with her, and it doesn't say printed. So you can give plus one attack defense to literally a whole team of randoms, including. Hawkeye, or uh, or Chase Sulu. You could even give Howard the Duck extra attacks so he can start hitting. Oh, but, Howard yeah. the Duck. Howard the Duck at Canadian Nationals for Jay confirmed. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted Howard the Duck to be so much better. Can I just say how sad I am that Howard the Duck was not better? I, I agree I, with that. I don't know that how much more he could have done. I mean, it's not like he's a super strong 
character. He does a unique, weird thing. I don't know. I, lo- I I play. I've I've tried to build around him. I like what he does. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's one of those things. It's uh, like if so, everything switched right from being able to take free actions at the beginning of the turn, right, uh, to pick powers. So it went from that to where I think that if his ability just activated at any point in the turn. Oh, so we'll just read what I'm talking about. Uh, we can do this the wrong way, or we can do it my way. At the beginning of your turn, choose a standard power that an adjacent friendly character can use until your next turn. All characters within six squares in line of fire if Howard the Duck can't use the chosen power. Um, yeah, if he, if he could synergize with Lockjaw, now that would be good. Yeah, synergize with Lockjaw. Um, he was good with Jakeem when Jakeem was more of a presence. Sure. Um... Or even just, like, good on, like, with Unimine, maybe. Um, I don't know. I just wish he was just that little bit better. So, yeah, it would have been really funny, Priorata, with Unimine to, like, pick a power to trigger the shutdown, and then pick the power, or pick something else at the beginning of your opponent's turn, so, like, you don't even nerf yourself. You just give Howard the ability to nerf it. That'd be pretty cute. You should run that if there's ever... A random, just uh, an Adam Friedman play without a Rata event or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just ask Adam. That's always a hundred percent play pre uh, clarification to Watu the Watcher. Oh my god. What did he do weird? Because he what he just popped up. Uh, like he was placed. Anywhere in the map of starting areas, basically, or something? Right, his timing was not clarified. Huh. But yeah, for for, for Priorata, you could totally play Howard the Duck. Yeah, for sure. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah, I dig that. Well, there we took a diversion down uh, Adam Friedman Street. (laughs) So, um... I got another one there for you, Jay, just while we're on Adam Friedman Street before we detour back to Rare Street. Uh, Bathroad Pool is now yeah. officially known as Adam Friedman Pool. Huh. It's, it's interesting that you say that. Maybe maybe I'll get an extra one of those and find a 3D printer somewhere. Yeah, or just kind of paint it up and uh, put a little, like, uh, guy with black hair like just swap the head out to it. Like paint the uh, paint the bathrobe blue, um, and then just do a head swap, and it becomes you shift focus into Adam Friedman pool. Right, but which of the three keywords is most appropriate? I guess X Men because it's more common to play in the meta. Um, I don't know. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, well, if you're gonna play it in meta, you have to go X Men. There's not much good X Force or Heroes for Hire, so. Sure, that makes sense, right? Because Adam, Adam is meta, right? You'd have to shift focus into the meta Adam. Yeah, uh, but then, yeah, like even if you mass produce them, Adam still wouldn't take one because he doesn't collect. So, just <laughs> no. So the, so to that point, then Adam would be the heroes for hire one. Yeah. So Adam, Adam uh, will do anything for money. Ah, okay. Yes. I see. That's not racist. Okay. What? That 
That has nothing. nothing. That has nothing to do with his. <laughs> that has nothing to do. That has nothing to do with his race. That uh, has mo- more to do that the fact that he'll just do anything for money. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I guess I have a common pick here, a rare pick for casual. Um, I'm going to go with the splinter. 18 defend, leap climb, precision strike, leadership. If he gets knocked down. Um, you can heal him up with pizza reward. Who doesn't like pizza? Who doesn't want to hand out pizza in their um, in their matches? So, yeah, that was going to be my next pick. Just eighteen defend for animals is good. He's not too expensive. Right. Leadership, give out three square sidestep. It's all fun. Yeah. So I think we can. Uh, I think we have to talk about the two meta picks here, uh, and let's break those down. Is there a meta pick outside of Shredder? Oh no! Wait a minute. Uh, Krang's a super rare. Is there a meta pick outside of um, the Shredder? I think the Rat King is in the fringy area, but probably. More for Rock Age for teleporter synergy. But other than that, I don't really see anything in the meta realm. Okay. Um, I could see what's Elite Dynamite being fringy for meta on, on the soldier team. He does have leadership. does have the free move up to three squares in a direct path. Oh, it's a enhanced sidestep, and then has the energy explosion. When he uses it, hit characters of sixty points or less can't make attacks during your next turn or their next turn. Like that destroys X Men teams right out of the gate, right? If you energy explode an, an X Men team that maybe doesn't see it coming, so they didn't fan out as well as they should have, um, you know, it it could potentially cause issues for them where they're not being able to make attacks. Now, granted, they could still call in stuff and everything, and that doesn't stop you know, as much as it could, but preventing a Wolverine from flurrying, that could save you the game. Yeah, yeah and turning off revenge attacks is also good. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so, a good option as well. Yeah, it I pushes on to perplex. Yeah, I think so. you could build around that decently enough. Yeah, I totally dig that. Um, yeah, and the dial is just long enough, I think, for the points that it's not, it, it doesn't feel bad. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then they still have the the sacrifice swarm, which uh, you know it's like a it's like a Wolverine or X Men retaliation light, where when an adjacent friendly character is KO'd or takes three damage but isn't KO'd, give foot elite an opportunity token, free remove an opportunity token, either make an attack or move up to two squares. So, you know you could potentially deal out additional attacks on one turn, which couldn't always be good. So, yeah. It's a good pick. But, man, it's like... He could just get sniped, too, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, I think what we've seen so far with a lot of these things is, like, most of these guys pair well with Peace Machine. <laughs> so it, feel, it feels like a soldier-themed team that doesn't do a lot of murdering, which seems counterintuitive. Yeah, it does. Because it's more of control and enhancement and 
that sort of thing, as opposed to just like coming in with an M60 and gunning gunning guys down. Good thing there's a lot of cheap X-Men, Collins. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I really didn't have. I'm glad you guys brought those up because that was just not uh, that was not really on my radar um, as being that close to the forefront. Um, so let's let's talk about why the shredder is good. So rare O twenty four shredder. Uh, Foot Clan, TMNT Villain, Martial Artist, Mystical Ruler, clocking in at 80 points. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 clicks of life. Dies on click 7. Uh, if you play him at 100 points, he's got an optional 20-point trait. Free action if no character, if no friendly character named Shredder Illusion is on your force, generate a TNMT unplugged Shredder Illusion. Your opponents um, don't score that character. Um... So that was, uh, I think, the first trait is something to talk about. Um, and what's important is that the Shredder Illusion comes onto the map. It lowers the damage taken, or reduces the damage taken. But what is interesting to me is that last year at Gen Con, uh, there was some casual conversation when we were talking to the WizKids folks that they were not a fan of game design where they scored extra points. Um for bringing in things like Wakandan Warriors um, and those sorts of things. So it's interesting to note that the Shredder Illusion doesn't get scored. It's very interesting. Yeah. It makes it that much better, too. Sure. Yeah, more characters that you don't score that actually have shape change and charge and blades um, is a big threat. Well, never mind that, other than the fact that you have to hit Shredder like 19 times just to kill him. Because he's got Mastermind. So you hit him, he just masterminds it to the Shredder illusion. Okay, can you hit him off of his Mastermind this turn again? No? Well, I'm just going to generate another one next turn. Okay, what are you going to do now? Sure. And you just you just, just can't take him down. You know? Like, you have to, you have to flurry him to get him off of Mastermind, but he still has Shape Change. It's like <laughs> he's just he's he's a tough old bear to get down. That's that's really really impressive how how good they made this figure in a set full of casual figs. Yeah. So. And and I think what's interesting, like if I was to take my nationals team, um, and just put it up against this guy. So to be safe, I would have to pick Flurry with Unimind. I would have to pick Outwit with Lockjaw, call out Jean Grey with Outwit, use Jean Grey to TK Uni into position, uh, with Outwitting the Mastermind and Outwitting the Super Sense, uh, Outwitting the Shape Change, Flurry for 6, now it would be a 13 attack for 6 damage. Mm -hmm. um, so Flurry, Flurry. So that brings him back once, and I still have to KO him again. Um, yep. So it's not like a super straightforward thing to do um, for just a for just a standard team. Like my team would be built to do that. Uh, if I could get the free TK in, uh, Jean Grey could uh, running shot and finish him off. But still, mm. that's a 
that's no problem that turn at all. So like a random three just ruins your day. Well, not only that, but when you two-tap him, you give him his outwit power, which gives your uni mind earthbound neutralized, and which doesn't do a whole lot since you just regain power cosmic, but he does have outwit, so you can get rid of your powers that you have now. It's very easy for your uni mind to die if you put yourself out there like that. Sure. Oh, because you just you know if I have if I have two outwits myself, you know a Jean Grey Colin and the Shredder outwit, I get rid of your shape change, I get rid of your super senses, and then I two tap you with precision strike. You know. Right. And it's like all right, your uni mind's popped. Good trade. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you have so. to have the plan in place to do the triple tap on this guy. Nope. Uh, what do you think, Jay? Well, there's still a whole two thirds of a team left that sure. you can still have to be attacking and whatnot. Like I, I think he's definitely good, but it's not like he's the whole team. And if you don't kill him, you're you're SOL. It's just more a matter of what you do to the rest of the team. Right, and I, and I think that's the big deal that kind of balances him out is that there is still 200 points of the team left. Now, if there's 200 points of team fodder left then I can just take shots at Shredder and then have him mastermind the damage mm-hmm. um, or, soak well, plus... up, or soak up the damage and then get KO'd that away yeah or you know if mastermind in general gets too common you're going to just see more main force Hawkeyes to just machine gun kill all the fodder so Yep. I mean, which is itself one of many reasons why Mastermind is generally not good, but this this guy is still overall very good. No question about it. Right. And and the thing that, you know, Shredder or, or Wolverines exist, Wolverine swarms exist, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they can get this guy, right? I mean, they can go flurry, 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 and he's out. Um, so... You know, I think he's yeah, really... it, it's 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 kind of weird how his being so cheap is a point against him, but also I feel like he's so undercosted at the same time. But it's still good that he has the other two thirds of the team to die. Like it's weird how his being undercosted is both a good and a bad thing at the same time. Yeah, because I think if he had a bumped up cost, we could he could have gained some sort of support powers. To help whenever he calls out an ID card character. I I just think this for assuming you pay the hundred points. Given that he comes back from the dead, you have to kill him three times for a hundred points. Like I don't know, I feel like that's still pretty undercosted. Yeah. And I mean, he starts with a twelve, twelve four. On his uh, first click, granted, it's only charged with a four speed, but yeah, can, but like there's other punch. there's other things you can do with him. Like if you're if you're running like a Sam team, that's one more character that can do something after you taxi because you can call on the illusion to make an attack. So yeah, you're right. Good uh, good option, good insight there. Uh, and I think the other negative here, just for me in general. Is I, I like all those positives, but having four damage and blades is just a pet peeve of mine. It, it, it's a it's a slap in the face. It definitely is. I I would have taken precision strike. Sure. 
I would have just taken his whole dial full of precision strike. And I would have been happier with that. Now, it is a, guaranteed, a minimum of three, right? So it, there's no reason to not roll it, right? There's a 50-50 chance you get uh, the better or more. Uh, yeah, as long as roll, as long as the three damage doesn't ruin anything, there's no reason not to. Sure, I get that. There's no downside necessarily for most situations. It's just, yeah, it's just a slap in the face, or even um, I don't know. I'd have taken almost any other power there. <laughs> quake. Quake would have been nasty. Four damage quake. Oh god! Get it, get it done. <laughs> but that I shredder would have been feared, feared. Yeah. But I get it. It's a shredder. He has a claw in his hand. That's generically blades. Um. Yeah. Anything else that we want to talk about in the rares? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Uh, super rares. There's a lot of weird stuff in the super rares. Um, the the brothers are super weird. Um, so, uh, casual super rares. We'll just keep going like we've been going, Lucas. Um, for casual super rares, you know, I think any of the turtles are probably a safe bet. Um. I like the the tails trait because even if you're only playing, you know, you can you can essentially give them all the same trait, which is really nice. Um, I I like the the tails trait on the Donatello because he has prob and you have protected prob, so you can prob your attacks, but your opponent can't. I think that's really cool. So it's a neat gimmick to have. But like, if you if you just look at Leonardo's um card, the guy's got like. It just, I mean, they they all have just so much white on their on their on their cards. It's like, ugh, a little little too much for me. But like, what do you mean, like too know. much special text or? Well, yeah. So like, they have the whole big long. Okay, we have a tr- we have a tail, but it becomes redundant because you want to play them together, right? So because otherwise they're just whatever. So you know, just this redundant tales of TMNT where they all have this trait, but. You can only choose one of them for all of them. And then they have these, you know, attack powers or defense powers where it's like, it could be okay. Um, but, you know, eight eight squares charge, probably not getting to your opponent in a, in a competitive game, so casual is the only way or place you're playing it. Um, the, you know, the, the Raphael has the, when he hits a character, the character gains immobile. Uh, until your next turn, um, good on the Bifrost, nowhere else. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. They're why interesting. Is it, but... uh, why is it good on the Bifrost? Uh, because when you hit them, they gain immobile. So they take one unavoidable, but they can't be placed outside the Bifrost. So for every action that gets taken, they take another unavoidable and can't be placed outside the Bifrost. So they stay in the Bifrost and then... So Assuming you knock them back into the Bifrost. Yeah, yeah. So... But he's got Quake, or right, but I exactly. guess he, he doesn't. He doesn't on that particular click. But I mean, there's plenty of ways to give characters the ability to do knockback. Like Stormbreaker has Quake. Um, so like, 
So the the way the Bifrost is worded, it says, you know, when a character occupies a square of the Bifrost, place him in a square, uh, the nearest um, unoccupied clear terrain square, and deal him one unavoidable. Well, you can't you can't place them in a clear square. Um, so you just deal them on the one unavoidable, and then every time a, an action resolves, so like a free action, a costed action, it checks for that, and they still occupy it, so they still take one unavoidable, and it just goes through that over and over and over and over again until they die. I'm pretty sure there was a ruling about that with, uh, what was it, the cargo, open air, and Mr. Freeze? I, I, I think that's more a rules form question. Hmm. Yeah, potentially. I, I remember think the talking cargo about it is... in the Apex Insiders about, like... That Mr. Freeze that gives the ice wall or whatever. I think the cargo plane is worded differently than the Bifrost, though. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, there, the cargo plane that, places them in like, their similar, opponent's starting or, area. Or... Yeah, there was a similar map years and years ago, like uh, Hawkworld, where if you were occupying the open air, it was like after resolutions, you would take them unavoidable. So if you had a Colossal that, would, that, that literally could not be placed in it, they would take one avoidable every single... Action that resolves, similar to that what you were saying. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, like I said, the the raft could be fun for something like that. If it, it's a silly gimmick on one map that you could potentially pull off, but yeah. otherwise, I, th- I think but all I think, the supers. I think are... that if you ended up doing that, that that becomes a fun foul. Like it's a gimmick that, like, if you pulled it off, and like there's a guy running, like I don't know, like a a three hundred point Dormammu le, and you're just like, haha, quaked you into the Bifrost, suck it. Well, plus, I don't think that... You can't... You wouldn't be able to knock them back into the Bifrost, because it, it's when he hits. So that's before they're damaged, so before they're knocked back. So I don't even know if that works to begin with. Yeah, you might be right, then. And then, in that case, it's like, whatever. <laughs> Again, yeah. more more whatever, you know. Sure. Right. Not that it was top dollar anyway, but... Uh, yeah. yeah 100%. Yep. Yeah, I don't get why do all of the turtles have charge except for Leo who has flurry. Like why? Why would you make the like four characters same series, same whatever, but like one has a completely different design? So weird. He also Leo also doesn't have a half dial, does he? Yeah, he does. No, I think that, no, they all do. Yeah. Okay, they just the half dial just isn't in units. Okay. Yeah, I was so wondering it, about that. Yeah. So I guess. I guess to me, there's the sixty point. All four of them add up to two forty, and I don't think that there's a sixty point splinter in the set. Or was that? Uh, or was splinter there, is sixty points. So yeah, their splinter is sixty points. I guess you play them all yep. at half dial with the sixty point one. I don't um, know about that. Well, only Raph has moving attack at that point. I don't know if that's good. That's well, we're talking about casual here. Right, but even then, like, I don't want no movement attack. Sure. <laughs> I, don't standards for I think I think we all have a definition, different definition of casual than most players on the call here. Like, that's a that's a casual team, but something that none of us would ever play. Yeah, I play <laughs> casual, but even then, there's certain standards. Like, I don't want the team to suck and just lose automatically either. Yeah. I mean, sitting next to Splinter, they have an 18 defense, so it's not like they're super useless. No, it's not the worst team in the world. True. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about. So that, that's really what uh, four of the six super rares. Yep. 
So let's let's talk about Aliopex first. Um, and man, that this one's tough. So let's talk about why people are talking about it. Aliopex is ninety points, animal assassin, martial artist, zero range. Uh, when Ali Opex hits an opposing character, give them a curse token. Characters with one or more curse tokens modify attack by negative one, and any attack made by those characters that misses all targets becomes a critical miss. So folks have talking about, um, and the other trait here is, is relevant. At the beginning of the game, choose an opposing character. Ali Opex modifies attack when attacking the chosen character and modifies defense plus one. When attacked by the opposing by the chosen character, so that would give her an eleven attack, three damage, and a nineteen defense against that opposing character. Um, but can the other two hundred and ten points of the team compensate for no range? Um, no protected outwit. Um, no invincible from shredders. Uh, discuss. So I think the main thing that Alapex has going for it, which is why, why people are talking about it, is because of Master Order or Lord Cast Master Order. Um, because they have a trait or a, a power. Uh, it's a uh, yeah trait. When a friendly character critically hits one or more targets, remove an action token from all friendly characters. When opposing character critically misses one or more targets, give each opposing character an action token that deals no pushing damage. Uh, when they're chaotic, uh, the effect continues for the rest of the game. So essentially, you hit something with Alapex, and then if that character misses at all, their entire team gets tokened, and the character that misses takes one, uh, one unavoid. So... If you'd mix that with something like Trelane, that can do dice manipulation. Like, you don't even need to crit miss at that point. You just need to make them miss the attack. Um, which is potentially really, really annoying for your opponent when they, you know, even the, even the fear of missing means that they're going to get punished really hard. Um, you know, usually when we play competitively in Heroclix, we, we try and take the, the paths that are going to be the most reliable for us, you know, the targets that don't guarantee a loss if we were to miss or the moves that mean that we're not going to put ourselves in a position where we're going to be at a huge disadvantage if we do so well if Alapex hits you and you take the risk of attacking you immediately have that risk of if I miss I'm in trouble because my whole team gets tokened and while yes she is very vulnerable to shredders while she has the ability you know to, to die really easily from something like a pulse wave. She is a, an 18th with super senses shape change, has precision strike, so she's going to get through all the damage reducers. You know, she's she's not she's not something to overlook. Is she tier 1? Probably not, but she is actually decent. That's, that's my thought on it, at least. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, just in your example, Trey Lane, Lord, Chaos, and Master Order, and Aliopex, 240 points of the team. Uh, at least Lord, Chaos, and Master Order can't be one-shot. Just got Invincible down the dial. 
It does have a perplex to get Aliopex up there. Um, I, I just think it's one of those things that like Aliopex has to deal with 20 defenses most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like 20 is a pretty common thing now, oddly enough. Um, and, you know, whether that's a, a Star Fox that just plus two's defense, as a Unimine that plus two's defense, that's a Wolverine with combat reflexes and perplexes uh, from all of his other X Men buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a 20 is pretty common, and, like, Treylane helps, but it's not the most reliable thing to do to get hit 20s all the time. Considering that she only gets to a 12 attack in this scenario uh, fairly reliably. That's still an 8. Yeah. I don't disagree. But I could foresee somebody winning an event or at least placing very well in an event because people were not ready for that combination to come out. Um... You know, it, it, it has potential. Like I said, it's not tier one by any means, but it, it still could potentially be dangerous. Yeah. Um, and even if you drop the Trelane, then you're only at 190. You still have 110 points to mess around with um, to ensure that those hits stick. You know, there's a lot of ways to do that. And all it takes is one miss for your opponent to just slide down that slippery slope of, you know, tokens every turn. Um yeah. Yeah, and all it takes is that one, you throw out Ali Opex for that Kamehameha, and you miss, and then, like, an Iceman comes out and obliterates her. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> I don't disagree. Phil's um. not bad. Mm. <laughs> what do you think, Jay? Uh, I was looking at this figure with a bit of a different approach. My initial thought was, or is, basically, does this figure do anything new or different in the competitive metagame? And the answer is obviously basically no. Like, yeah, if you, you, if you, you need to hit that first attack. Otherwise, it doesn't do that whole thing. So otherwise, this figure doesn't really do anything special or different. And it's also not under-costed to the point where it's worth playing competitively. Like, if this figure was, I don't know, 60 or 65... Like, completely different story. But given that it feels pretty near appropriately costed, I just don't see a reason why it should see meta play. Like, the stats are good, everything's good, but it's just a normal damage dealer, essentially. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not like, oh, this is cool tech that it does something different, I have to get this on my team. It's like, oh... Yeah, okay, it's kind of good, but, like, why, why is this on my meta team Yeah, sort of situation? Yeah, I mean, somebody needs to win with it in Lord Chaos just to make Lord Chaos and Master Order worth some more money. We <laughs> had somebody play Lord Chaos, Master Order at the Toronto event. I can't remember if they went one and three or two and two, but it did appear. Appeared very largely with two guys, very large bald heads. <laughs> so no I mean I, I like your guys' input on this stuff it's different to, it's it's cool to get your guys' perspective here um, so I think the next thing I want to talk about is is Krang better than Shredder that's the first question 
I'm not a huge fan of Krang. I think giving Krang something that allows him to heal or something that allows him to you know, essentially extend his reach or punch from farther away could make him good. Um, you know, my first thing, my first thought when I saw him was Thunderstrike. Um, if you can hit people, knock them back, and constantly keep healing up, uh, maybe even after getting KO'd once, um, it your opponent can have a real tough time um, bringing him down. Granted, he is a lot of points. Um, is he better than Shredder? Hard to say. He does have invincible top dial. Um, but he doesn't immediately get shredded. He doesn't get one shot. Uh, he has a really good damage power when he does get KO'd. Um, but is he, you know, the, the spandex pants wearing savior or follow up to the original Krang? No. Uh, the old Krang is still uh, a thing of nightmares for a lot of people, and sure. I don't think this one lives up to those expectations. Yeah. I just feel like you never attack him, and he's just... He's not not a threat, like, but I just feel like we're in the age where being 130 points doesn't give you extra call-in options... So if your opponent is just like, hey, whatever, I'll attack everything else, he doesn't do much. That's fair. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I like that assessment a lot. Um, you know, you've got to get to 150, right? Mm-hmm. Before you get the storm. Well, that's not true. I mean, 140 is going to be relevant soon, but uh, but you're basically right right now. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, we get Joker, right? Joker in six days, right? Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but still, I mean, 130 is not 140, right? So, it's even worse. Yeah, like, what, what I see no movement attack. Like, the Atwood and Psychic Blast are good, but the stats are not meta level. So, I figure I'm not worried about him. Like, yeah, he'll do some stuff. But again, like the Shredder, he's not even half the team, so... Yeah. So, here's here was my suggestion, alright? And this is what would change the conversation. You change his first two clicks of phasing, and you swap it with sidestep. And then you swap the outwit with the damage power... Give him protected outwit and make him 150 points. So, so you're saying giving him the damage power top dial? Yeah. And he's terrifying. Oh, God. Yeah, that's. And a he does live up to the expectations figure. of the original Krang. Yeah. At that point, he does. Yeah. The other problem, like, the re sculpts really hurt this figure with it's like, oh, it's reminding me of the sculpt of the Krang that's way better. With like, space pants. Yeah. Doesn't help. <laughs> yep. I mean, is he bad? I don't think so. No. Uh, anything you have to kill three times is nothing to scoff at. Sure. Especially when he has reducers the whole dial and a really good damage power when you do kill him once. Um, with Pulse Wave, 
and a and a trait that can potentially be good if you power him up properly. Yeah. Well, he doesn't you know. even heal onto that if you have more. Was it? If you have three or more characters, he heals back to click four. That is true. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And like, who's? What's the smallest competitive team we're seeing now? Like, Groot is on every team except for X Men. Uh, full point. Gobby might have a problem. Oh, don't get. Uh, that was not a good thing to bring up right now. <laughs> what is that? Uh, we're gonna be here for another hour if you do. Oh gosh, yeah, it's whatever. He got third place yesterday, Lucas. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love me some Gobby King. But you don't. You know what? I don't know if uh, you just put two cranes on a team if Gobby could get through it in fifty minutes. Like yeah, I'm that'd just, be tough. Like, I'm that'd just playing tough. 260 points, 40 points under, playing two cranes. I don't know if he's unique or not, but two cranes, let's go, Gobby. <laughs> KO us six times. Yeah. I don't I don't uh, disagree there. I I love seeing Goblin King played. Um, no secret that I enjoy the figure. Uh People that play him at 275, very commendable. I know that uh, DJ Riggin uh, felt the the positive karma when he went 3-0 and and then the negative karma when he went 0-3 the second half of Nationals, where your dice are hot, full point Gobby's really strong. If they're not, you just lose because he's the only thing you have. So it's... <laughs> it's kind of uh, like the whole, do you play Unimine at full for... Um semis last year at the World Cup. Mm. Yeah. Well, that was 400 points, so it's a little different when he has a 13 attack and two stop clicks. Sure. Yeah, and and you give him if you give him Thunderstrike and then he can heal up off of those stop clicks. Um which is why Chris Stockhouse went 5 and 0 that day. Um <laughs> because but, that's yeah. what we told him to play. Um yeah. But yeah, no, I I totally I totally agree. Like it's just yeah. Uh I think the, the original you, point was that uh in this meta stuff. Yeah. You're going to have cuz what Dan, your team starts with five figures once you account the walking woods. Uh six because I have a tank. You're no. right. You have six figures including the tank. X-Men swarms exist. Giant girls are obviously a swarm. Sam is cheap and has a lot of figures to go with her. Mm-hmm. Like this is not a meta game. Like like the the current state of what the game looks like is not healthy for Krang. I feel like he could be better later, but now is not the time for him, I would say. Sure. That's fair. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe later. you never know what other stupid ID cards Wizkids is gonna pump out. <laughs> like they were almost gone, but they brought them back. Hey, it's Rest easy. in peace, Rogan Swamp Thing. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So, since we're going a little bit long here, guys, is there anything cool we want to talk about in the chases? No. Um, can I can I be an anti PC here for a second? Uh, uh, probably, I guess. Fuck whiz kids. Or having raft cards with Donatello chases. Yeah, I know. I pulled. That one. is horse shit. Yeah, I know. Like, I, pull, I pulled one Saturday. Yep, I did. PJ did. It's like, are we just? We have a useless chase now. Thanks, Wizkids. I appreciate that because so, I was gonna get my money back for the set. And now I can't. 
So what I would say in general is um, have a little bit of faith that they'll send us print reprint cards in a rep- in a, in a uh, um, op kit. You can only hope. What op kits? <laughs> so I didn't say it was good hope, boys. I just said hold the hope. All right. If it becomes enough of an issue, they have to address it, and there are also chases, so there's only so many they have to worry about. They didn't give out the Hydromans, did they? Because there was a lot of Hydromans that had oh, the wrong oh, card. Oh, they did. They did common shifting focus Batman and Proteus, so... That's but that funny. was also, like, an actual card error, so it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, it is. That that's a hard. But to they say. also took care of the Deadpool shenanigans. So, yeah, well, well, we'll see when we see. Yeah. Um. So the last thing I want to talk about is the Fast Forces. Uh, Fast Forces with Peace Machine. They have the quarter token, and um, if, when they would be KO'd, you may remove a quarter token from any friendly character, including himself, and instead turn him to click two. If you do, your opponent scores 25 points, protected pulse wave. So you've got a starter full of guys that you have to KO a kajillion times. You do store points, uh, but you just throw out the best one, and you have to deal with him, calling out 50-point characters... Uh, flurrying you, uh, blazing you, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yep, for sure. They're they're pretty crazy. Yeah, nothing to sleep on there for sure. Um, and then let's spend just a moment here talking about the pogs and the starter and why you have to go buy multiple starters again for this set. Uh, like did you, did you forget about Shredder there for a second? Um, I don't. Probably let's do let's do pogs and we'll do shredder. <laughs> um, nice try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So pogs. Um. Mouser. Mouser is life. Um. Sidestep. Ten points. Uh, Mouser is the perfect piece, in my opinion, to bring back. Uh, the mirror to somebody and maintain theme. That's a really good. A, good what way about, to think about it? What about like Serpent Punisher or Ape Batman? They, they cost are, five points more. Exactly. Right, but they do way more than the Mouser. But sometimes you don't have five points. You have ten though. Yeah, not that's fi- not more, fifteen. That's more a budget in terms of points thing rather than. Well, so here's the thing: Would you rather pay fifteen points for an eight Batman, or would you rather pay fifteen points for a Mouser and a Wolverine ID card? Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. My team building, it's more. Oh, I wish I could add more ID cards because I have the points, but. That's my situation. So, yeah. <laughs> but in the general sense, I would rather not have to play the Mouser. In the overall theory of, you know, I don't want to play the 10 points. that like, literally just does that. Sure. If you're Fair wanting not- to maintain theme, I could see a really strong argument for it. If yeah. you're not playing theme, then you just play Carnage. Sure. 
Or unless you're playing monsters. <laughs> so, yep. um, let's let's talk about the starter Shredder. Uh, final boss: opposing characters can't target Shredders with attacks unless they are adjacent or uh, adjacent or your foe only has character named Shredder on the map. Uh, destroy you all by <laughs> myself. Precision strike. Quake. When Shredder uses Quake and targets more than one character, hit characters are dealt three damage instead of two, and he has one, two stop clicks with stop clicks that are impervious. Um. So the real question is seventy-five or a hundred and fifty. Where would you play him at? I would lean towards seventy-five because. Ironically, shredders just make the stop click much less useful at uh, 150. I, think. I agree. I agree. 150 seems like it would be a lot of fun when you really think about it in the scheme of things. Like, I can I can kill a 150 point shredder just as fast as I can kill a 75 point shredder in a lot of different scenarios, and. You know, in the same amount of turns, I guess, not just as fast, but in the same amount of turns, um, I'd rather have the 75 points on my team to support him than have the potential to just get, you know, one or two turned instead, so. Yeah. Kind of like how it's not worth playing Goblin King at 175. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn. Oh, that felt uh, good. I'm sure it did. I, I will let it, I will let it go today. We'll let it go, we'll today. Let it go today. Oh my gosh, guys! Uh, that that was for Dan. Oh. I, I appreciate it. A uh, hundred point line, we all agree, is useless. Yes. Yeah. A waste of fifty points. That's uh, twenty five points, rather. Yeah. So. Well, the charge is nice, but like realistically, it's worthless. Yeah, for sure. One whole click. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I get it, but you got to. I keep in mind, like. And I know I've said this a lot, but like, Unimine can run into a uh, running shot into adjacency and still shoot yep. him with his side blast. Sure. Um, I mean, I get it. I play Unimind a lot, but I mean, just keep in mind that there are other ways to attack him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. Can, uh, getting adjacent's not a huge deal. Um, so I'm going to put this guy on the annoying, but you probably shouldn't play it list. I don't know if I agree. Alright. If, if I had to choose I mean, between hmm. this guy at 75 or the other Shredder at 100, I'm probably taking the other Shredder at 100. Yeah. I I guess a, a really good Wolverine Kong can kill him. I want to like him at 75, but like, it's it's. I think the issue is more that there's better stuff rather than him not being good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I would agree with that. It's like, would you rather play this guy or Shredder clone? Would you rather play or this Lockjaw or Lockjaw? Or, or would you rather play this guy over, you know, any other number of things? Um, probably not. Uh, the answer is almost always no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's my thought. Keep him in your box. Get him now because he might be better later. For sure. Um, let's go into our question segment to wrap up for today. You're not even going to talk was, about Mudman? I was oh just going to say... I tried to do a good segue because I did one not want to talk about how I think Mudman's bad. What? 
Why? Because incapacitated exists? Or wait, that doesn't even... Well, what's wrong with Mudman? Mudman's amazing. He's 20 points. And? 20 points that potentially you have to kill more than two times? That's incredible. But what does he do? He's got... He has plasticity double rollouts and good stats and mastermind oh. fodder and doesn't break theme. But he just like... gets shreddered. Yeah, and how many times does he have to get shredded? Twice. Three times. Right? Three. And then he has plasticity, so they have to carry them, like, you have to, like, mi- go in with Minnie, and then carry Minnie away afterwards, otherwise they're not getting away. Yeah, so, I mean, he would be... He's a, only he, 20 he, points that you have to attack or hit, whatever, three times. No, so wait a minute, you have to ping him once, that takes him down to one life token. Yeah. And um, you have to ping him again, and then ping him again, right? So he takes three pings. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I'm and you can get life tokens back. If he KOs an opposing character, so if you base him to other pogs, you can you can potentially get more tokens on him. Like, if, just thinking about, oh like, God. Chase Photon. Like, if everybody's playing Groot, right? So if you're playing Chase Photon... You pull over the bystanders, like the Leslie Evans that you're probably giving your opponent. Mudman yeah, kills it. That yesterday or it was good. Yeah, yeah Mudman kills it, and then suddenly it's got three tokens. Oh my gosh! Like you're not convincing me. Like no, you're <laughs> not. Convinced, this, you're not convincing how? me. No, I'm sorry. I I did not want to have to. Just, I did not want to have to say this tonight. You have to tell us what do you think is bad about the figure. It's. No range. I get it, but it doesn't. It just doesn't do anything. Like twenty points is a group. Twenty points is two carnages. Twenty points is like. I get if you do the chase photon thing, but like I can ignore him. Something that you can just straight up ignore. If you're overdriving a mud man in my face, chances are that you can get around him. Well, there's other things you can do. Like, if you're playing a team of four X-Men, Lila can still carry him. Mm-hmm. Like, I... We're not saying he's meta-breaking. We're saying no. he's actually... But he is a good pog compared to the rest of them. Mouser's, I'm saying Mouser's, that you can't Mouser's give better. a reason why he's bad. He's just... <laughs> he's too many points to be ignorable. <laughs> like... He still has essentially six movement with the plasticity. Like, he will be tie-up. Like, when you say tie-up, in my wildest dreams, I would not think that this figure would be made. This is the ultimate tie-up to me. Like, literally the only thing that he he could do is, like, say that characters can't be carried, or, like, Captain Cold turn off ignores characters. Like... I don't know. Yes, any of those things would make this guy worthy of. Yeah, you you want it to like you you want the the win a game figure for twenty points. Always. <laughs> like I, I'm just not a fan, guys. I, I would not advise somebody to be like, yeah, hey guys, you got twenty points, include that mud man. It also depends if you know a Groot or whatever would break their theme. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, 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 yeah, you you are not taking your Nationals team and saying, 
I'm going to take this Groot and just chuck it out of the moving car on the way to the tournament and throw a Madman on instead. Like, that's, you know, but if a Groot or a Carnage or a whatever would break your theme, I thank this guy. Or what if I can't afford Groot, right? What if I can't chalk up the 60 bucks and everybody else is already using all their Groots because Groot's on every team anyways? Then, like, just, uh, then just play four of the Batman henchman dudes. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Too bad that Rusty is five more points. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> I watched. Oh, for Ru- sure. I watched Rusty kill a, a Star Fox yesterday multiple times. Nice. He is good for that. He just called him out. It was like poison, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm like at least attacking first, Rusty. <laughs> Rusty's like, I'm just gonna come out and just, I'm just gonna light myself on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not a fan of it, guys. For twenty points, like it's good, it's just not good enough for me. That's just, one, right. that's just one man's opinion. If this is, if this is the hill you want to die on, that's okay. No, it's not the hill I want to die on. You know what? Play my man. <laughs> play, play. You know what? Play your full point Goblin King with a twenty point Mud Man and an ID card and be happy. Sounds like a hell of a time. Yeah. You have not given the viewers a reason why, or listeners a reason why it's bad, so I'm I'm okay with finishing up on that. That's fine. <laughs> it's bad because I say it's bad. <laughs> all right, man. You know what? Right, you, know, you know what? Here's this. Throw all the mud men you want on your team. I'm okay with that. Especially if I'm going to a tournament, I will face all of the mud men I can face. I'm just, I just don't see it. Sounds good. In this particular case. So, it's just one man's opinion. Like, I don't know. Like, it just feels bad. He doesn't even have Indom. Well, he can push and sacrifice a life token or whatever. I mean, I guess. I mean, like, I want to see him versus Jonathan Bear, who would win. <laughs> like, it'd be uh, upset, like, Jonathan Bear comes over and, like, angry Wolverines him to death, and, like, Mudman can't roll out. That'd be pretty cute. I don't know about that. Alright, let's go into questions. Let me pull up our question thread. Um... Uh, Fair amount of them. Huh? Fair amount of questions. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I just lost them all. All right, here we go. We didn't have too many. A um, couple of pizza questions. Cody, James, Michael, Beckham. What is your best favorite pizza toppings? Lucas, go. Uh, beef, and, beef, steak, and bacon. Huh. Sounds delicious. Jay? I didn't realize it said toppings. I didn't realize it was like multiple. Uh, but I like you know some sort of meat, pineapple, feta cheese, that sort of thing. Hawaiian, I guess you could say. Ugh. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew that the thing pineapple was going to cause some shit. I knew Sweet it. swine, sweet swine's good. Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, thin crust is, uh, for me, thin crust meat lovers. Sure. Anything with meat's always good for me. How do you guys feel about Chicago-style deep dish? 
If it's it, pizza and it has meat, I'm alright with it. It the problem is is that I, I'm just not a huge fan of all that crust. It fills you up too fast. That's fair. I want I want more meat. I like carbs, so which is a problem, but I'm I'm okay <laughs> with it. I think everybody in this call likes carbs. Yeah. Um Justin Harrington, we answered your question about Rare Shredder. Uh, Malcolm Rush. Malcolm Rush sent us in a uh, um, block of questions. So we uh, want you guys to be able to rapid-fire answer these questions. Um, Questions on Giants and Colossals. Um, The best and worst of Giants and Colossals. Uh, Best and worst, Jay Goat. Uh, best is Groot, and worst is probably, I just, Chaos and Order came to mind, I don't know why. Fair. Uh, Lucas? Uh, best is Surtur, uh, worst is probably your, um, Earth Prime Giganto. Ooh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, um... I want to go best. Mm. Well, like even like so, I guess we'll just keep it to modern age. That's fine. Um, best. I just got to go with the Groot too. Like anybody just brings more guys to the game's good. Worst. Um, Kronos. Oh, you bad mouthing an Eternal. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Oh. PJ'd be so mad at you. I know he just wanted yeah. WKO with him. Yes, he did. <laughs> best and worst looking giants of Colossals. Best best and worst looking Jago. Uh, probably Surtur for best. Worst is Jakar, because what the hell? Yep. Um, Lucas? Uh, best looking Carnage. Uh, worst looking, as far as Colossals go, um... Yeah, I don't like like the Jakar Stranger looks. I think they look pretty bad. Um, and I think of the other Colossals from that set, and I think they all look at least look good. So Jakar Stranger sounds bad. Yeah. Um, I want to answer this question with uh, David Gosselman just realized yesterday that uh, Surtur and Mangog have the same sculpts. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, favorite tricks you like to do when playing Giants and Colossals, Jay? Tricks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that I, I can't think of any weird tricks. Don't let them die too quickly. <laughs> yep. Play Lucas? play so play so many of them that it's not possible for your opponent to kill all of them all at once. Down. Uh advice to give whiz kids to improve giants and colossals. I think they need to revamp size rules because it's really dumb how a giant is taller than a skyscraper in this game, and the fact that giant is almost unnecessary, considering they make characters that are ten feet tall giants, but, like, I don't know. I feel like giant doesn't really need to exist. Fair. Lucas? Establish an efficient QA department. I agree with both of those. Um... What so which giant or colossal in today's game is very good but no one is playing it? 
Skyscraper Wonder Woman. Jay? Um, Ameridroid. Ooh, those are both good answers. I want to go with Stiltman. A very, yes. 100% yes. Stiltman yeah. is amazing. That's like one through three of things that people should be playing but aren't. But we have a pulse. We have two pulse wave columns now. I don't know if Stiltman's actually good. Just play so many of them that your opponent <laughs> can't ignore them. Yeah. <laughs> we just said that, Jay. Sure. Um, what giant or colossal do you want WizKids to make next and why? This one's for Jason Alvey. An actual giant or colossal Apache chief. Yes. The, um, off the top of my head, the dinosaur from the Batcave. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, whichever Eternal is a uh, is a l- of large size and starts with Mastermind or Outwit. I was just talking with somebody yesterday asking me if there was uh, Mastermind Eternal, and I said in, in Dan's dreams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully actually... they listen to enough podcasts so that never happens. Yeah, there's actually Eternals that are like generals, like uh, kind of Russian-type generals. Um... And I'm like, that's an Eternal with Mastermind. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I wonder what happens when you win Worlds. I bet you, I bet you it'll be the set that comes out after Unimind rotates that we'll get one. Oh, so oh my god! I'd be so that mad. would that would be perfect. <laughs> I'd be I'd be just as mad as Pat that Chameleon shut down Decoy two months too late. Wait, what? So, Chameleon shuts down Shape Change? Yeah. And Decoy retired like two months before. Oh, the, the Construct. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fine. But just, <laughs> even if it was even if it was Golden Age, I would still take an Eternal with Mastermind. Just one doesn't exist at all, so. Well, yeah. What you, I mean, what old Eternal are you still playing? Uh, the ones without wit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so mentor. Uh, mentor's uh, good. Uh, Thanos has outwit, doesn't he? Yeah, and there's Thanos is without wit. Yeah. Well, yeah the the rare Thanos with running shot, pulse wave, invincible at wit that definitely goes on your on your Unimind suite. Yeah. Oh. And it's sweet. <laughs> uh, Brian Poling is three shredders with three shredder illusions viable and limited. Hmm. Mm. Not with the other Shredders existing. Yeah, isn't it weird how Shredders... The, the old Shredders hard counter both Shredders that we just got. Like, what's what's up with that? Yeah, the Shredder Very Elite. True. It's because they're not Elite. <laughs> they're not good enough. Matthew Armor. With so much sculpt use in this set, are any of the pieces worth getting besides a few of the 8-bit just for collecting? If I was going to tell somebody to get any one figure, I think Karai is probably the best, because you can have a lot of fun in your team building. Like, you can make TMNT Batman named theme. Uh, every single Foot Soldier and Foot Soldier Elite. Yeah. And you can't discount getting Krang and the Rare Shredder. 
in general. Yeah, they're they are they are good figures to have. Uh, and I think if you just had, if I if someone said I only have thirty bucks to spend on TMNT Unplugged, I would say go buy two Fast Forces, or a Fast Forces and the uh, Foot Soldier dudes. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Andrew Krimpek, I don't know if I said your name last name right. Um, which is the best Fave Foot Soldier regular or elite? I think we talked about that pretty extensively in the review. Michael Fitzpatrick Kang and Spanks is overrated. Convince me I'm wrong. Mm, we don't have to convince you you're wrong. We're pretty sure we agree with you. Cat. <laughs> um, Farmer, my favorite pizza toppings are black olives, pineapple, mushrooms, and green pell peppers. Ooh. Like, I, I would go for that. I mean, too I would much, eat Too much it. vegetables. Too many it vegetables needs, in there. It needs meat in addition to that, and I could go for... I could pass on the peppers. Yeah, but... it needs like a salty sort of meat on there. Although black olives are pretty salty. Um... Her actual question is, I think Ali Opex is really good. Is she good enough to see meta play? <sighs> I don't think so. Maybe. Someone's Dan doesn't going... think so. I do. <laughs> I yeah. think if we're talking in terms of letter grades and Fringe is a B, I think Alipex is like a C+. If we're going by like SA, whatever sort of thing. Yeah, if we're going by A, B, C. Well, in America, right. it's A, B, C. There's no S, I don't think. Well, S is a fighting game thing. Oh. Yep. Okay. And Sonic. Yep. No idea. Um, he doesn't know what S here is. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no S idea. is the best of the best. Just S is like pre-errata Unimind, Faust. It's, it's like perfection. It's, if you if you're not playing this, you're wrong tier. So like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom two, who's S class? Wouldn't have a clue. Or you just not know? Like give me give me S class from a fighting game. Like give me an example. Me- uh, Meta Knight and Brawl. Oh god, Meta Knight's annoying. Yep. Well, he was banned. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but basically, yeah, you have the normal A through whatever, and then S is like. Perfection, top of the top. Huh. Yep. Priorato, Watu the Watcher. <laughs> That's perfection. Um, Alex Kuz, what other figures in the Heroclix world would you want to see in Silver Krang spandex? It's more like, what figure in Heroclix would I not want to see in Silver Krang spandex? Convince me I'm wrong. <laughs> I have comments, but I'll keep them to myself. No, what is it? Go for it. <laughs> what do you want to no. see in Silver Crank Spandex? Nope, I'm not going to go there. Not not tonight. Maybe some other time. All right. What do you think, Jay? <laughs> I am not touching this one. <laughs> I kind of want to put Silver Spandex on uh, Ego Prime to give that poor man some pants. <laughs> give Ego some space pants? Yeah. He needs them. He's got, he's got, or like, uh, we're not really sure if uh, Jakar is actually wearing anything underneath of that, uh, that uh, lion hilt thing. <laughs> we just don't know for sure, so some silver spandex would just uh, have peace of mind for all the other figures that are looking up that uh, kilt thing, hilt thing, whatever you want to call it. 
Giordano, do you prefer mozzarella de bufala? I think he just added, typed that in so he would have to make me say it. <laughs> on a thin pizza or regular dry mozzarella on American style dough. I don't. What's a mozzarella de bufala? Bufala. Like a question's too Italian for us to answer. <laughs> yeah, yes, I am yes not. sir. Um, I I don't know. In uh, in this instance, I would probably eat it either way. <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah. yeah, sounds delicious. Um, George Himes asked about Ali Opex. George, I think we've covered that uh, pretty extensively today. Uh, we even talked about Michael Fitzpatrick with the Lord Chaos. Um, Marcus, uh, we talked about Ali Opex with Trey Lane. Jesse Cote, top 10 turtle quotes to spout at your pre-release. Um, if they don't involve pizza, guys, are they worth it? Maybe like tubular? Cowabunga. Yeah. And then like the rest of the spots are all pizza? That's her. Alright. Well, let's round the table with uh, final thoughts for today as we approach an hour and 50 minutes or so on the podcast today. Uh, Jay? Uh, Krang is definitely overrated. Yeah, fair. Um, WizKids desperately needs a QA department. Fair. Um, and, uh, my final thoughts is, uh, Surtur and Mangog do share a sculpt. Mangog. Mangog, Mangog. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to Clickstop today. Jay and Lucas, thanks for joining me on the set review. Had a blast with you guys, and, uh, Like I said, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we will talk to you all next time.